Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Beyond the Mic star line by the executive producer of the new film, The Woodstock Bus, John Wesley Chisholm. John, are you ready? Ready. Let's go beyond the mic. You've produced over 500 hours of documentary series and specials, mainly on ocean themes over the last 20 years. Yeah, I'm a TV producer. It's it's something that a high school guidance counselor did not mention we could do. You've spent the last three years on this project. Why did you pick the Woodstock bus? Yeah, I, this is this is my thing. I, I specialize in looking for things that are lost. So as you said, you know, we started with shipwrecks and we learned a lot of skills. And uh, but we you know we travel in the Holy Land all through the world, and it turned out that there there was this bus. You know, the 50th anniversary of Woodstock is coming up. I knew about the bus because I had seen the iconic photograph of, you know, two hippies on top of the bus. It's become kind of a shorthand uh, for, for Woodstock. So I thought, well, we should, we should get that bus. And, and uh, I talked to the original artist, and he was into it. So then uh, I talked to the folks at, at Curiosity Stream. The, the channel, and they said they would love to hear that story. So, you know, I had the story, I had the money, I had the original artist, and uh, I, I called up the artist, his name's Dr. Bob Hieronymus, I said, Where, where's the bus? And he said, funny, you should ask that. I don't remember. <laughs> I, think I, I think I might have left it with Bob. Uh, the other guy named Bob was the guy who was in the band Light. It's called the Light Bus because it was the, the Light Band's bus. He drove it up to Woodstock. I called him. I said, where's the bus? He said, I think I left it with Dr. Bob. Oh, wow. So here's what I ended up with. I ended up with, I had the money. I had the story. I had about two years, and I had two aging hippies named Bob who couldn't remember where they put arguably the the most valuable and famous Volkswagen bus ever. Dude, where's my bus? Dude, where's my bus? I actually, it's funny you should, should say that. Sean, because when we originally started the show, that's what I thought we were going to call it, dude, where's my bus? Amazing. Well, you've studied geopolitics at the London School of Economics and Political Science, have a degree in finance. How did you go from finance to finding things? Yeah, you don't have all day, so here's what I'll give you. When I graduated from school, and as you say, I'm in finance and economics, I had a little band. And we got a record deal. Maybe it was one of the last, you know, old-fashioned record deals where they give you a pot of money. And I tried to do both things. I tried to do economics. And anyway, shorthand is accountant plus rock musician equals TV producer. That's how I got here. You played in Johnny's favorite swing orchestra, a Canadian swing revival band. What instrument did you play? I, I I played guitar on stage, but I was the writer and arranger. I don't know if you remember that whole very very brief swing revival. Very brief. Yeah. Well, we were part of that, and I got to live out all my rock and roll dreams in in a swing band traveling across America. On this search, there has to be one favorite moment of this project. What was it? I talked to a lot of people about the era. And uh, at one point, we were talking to this woman named Trudy, who was the drummer in the light band, and she was the one who sat on top of the bus for this iconic photo. And I said, what do you got? And she said, she, she's scratchy, just hard-rocking woman. She's 75 years old now. She said, look, I've had, I've had 50 years to think about this. This is what I got from Woodstock. We have to stay away from the things that divide us. And uh, I think that message came through loud and clear to me at just this right time, and, and uh, that's, that's what I got. 
We're joined on Beyond the Mike Starline by the executive producer of the new film, The Woodstock Bus, John Wesley Chisholm. John, if you weren't making films and documentaries, what would you be doing? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm too old to be this stupid now, but I probably would have just stayed on the road playing music. Now that the plans for the big Woodstock Festival have been canceled, what's your plans for the light bus? Woodstock's not canceled. That whole thing, that whole spectacle, that was not part of it. Remember, we started this project almost three years ago. It's always been my intention to just take this bus with all the friends that we could carry, drive back up to that field, back up to Yaskers Farm, and put the bus in the field thinking other people will come for sure, too. That's always been my intention. I don't think Woodstock has anything to do with uh, Jay-Z and giant, you know, modern modern music. So uh, it was always my intention just to go sit in the field with the bus, and that's what we're doing. So this whole other concert, I know what you're talking about, but that's that's nothing to me. I don't I don't care about that stuff. I think this the spirit of Woodstock is, is up there in that field in upstate New York. So what project are you working on next? We're going to find a forever home for the bus to keep it on the road and keep it in a place where the most people can see it. And then I'm off to Paris to do a story about rebuilding Notre Dame Cathedral. Of the over 500 hours of series and specials, what's your favorite of all of them? Well, that's a good question. I, you know what? This is I, I'm an ideas person. The latest idea is always the best, and uh, that's, just, that's just the way ideas work. So um, I'm loving this Woodstock bus project right now. It took us on a journey that was so unexpected and brought us in, uh, in, in, in the orbit of just the nicest and kindest people you could ever meet in America. And we all came together to make this bus and, and this story. And I think it's the most magic thing that's ever happened to me in the 20 years of doing it. Time's running out, so it's time for the Rockin' 8. First thing that comes to your mind, no pressure. Yeah. John, where's your favorite place to dive? Bonaire, the B in the ABC Islands. Where's your favorite place to run a marathon? Uh, St. Augustine, Florida. Since you ride bikes, I thought I'd ask, what was the last motorcycle you rode? Uh, 1964 uh, BSA Royal Star. Since you are a Juno Award winner, this should be easy for you. Best Canadian artist out right now? Right now, I'm still a big Sloan fan. Last three books that you've read. I, I'm, I'm on this jag about reading books about things being better than uh, what we think they are if you, we listen to the news. So I'm really liking uh, books like Factfulness, Who Cooked Adam Smith's Dinner, and uh, what, do I here? what do I have here on the table? I'll see. Oh, I'm reading a book called Before Scotland about what we can know about history before uh, recorded history. Have to sneak in a Woodstock-related question. If you could have played with any musician or band for one night, who would it be? The band. That's amazing. Okay, I know you're big on flowers. What's your favorite flower? It's August. We, we love gladiolas in August. Everybody does. What message do you have for the people who attended Woodstock and saw the light bus as such an important part of history? The bus, the bus is not nostalgia. It's really been a time machine. It's taken me back, so I, I learned something about Woodstock. Woodstock, what Woodstock was really about was about getting your hopes up, expecting more and better, about uh, 
you know, living in a more peaceful place, a, a, a nicer environment, living more healthy, more prosperous. So my message, I guess, to the, to the, the folks uh, who are now, you know, 75 plus is keep your hopes up. They're, 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 that's what changed in the world at Woodstock. And, and uh, now, you know, we don't think of peace as just a little short space between the wars. We, we expect it to be a natural state of affairs. We have our hopes up. And uh, I think we should stay that way. He played piano and arranged music for a Canadian swing band, has a degree in finance, and is heading back to Woodstock in the light VW. John Wesley Chisholm, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks very kindly for talking to me. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. Beyond the Mic.